Hey everyone, it's Brett. Just starting the show today with a special apology for the last episode. I know I let a lot of you down, and if you didn't give up on me immediately, I appreciated that you made it to this episode. I uh, just wanted to say I do apologize for all the stuff I said about COVID. Uh, it was very flippant and cruel, and uh, was something that shouldn't have been broadcasted. Uh, I let myself get carried away. You know, I also drank. Uh, on COVID, which something I hadn't done before, which creates an interesting scenario. Um, but what I said was a lot of frustrations, uh, mostly guilt I have about what the fuck I'm personally supposed to do about this thing. I know there's a lot of best practices, and I know there's a lot of ways that this could be fixed. But I just feel like in America, no one's gonna, not everyone's getting vaccinated, and uh, even the the goddamn Democratic president doesn't give a shit about uh, those people or about the kids or anyone else. So um, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I I was, you know, felt guilty and also feel like there's a level of scorn that's treating this thing like a personal responsibility issue, which happens a lot in American politics. And so I just wanted to bash back against that. And uh, because... Quarantine ended my marriage, and and I'm not a person that is comfortable being inside. Uh, so I did not handle it well at all, and I really fucked up. And and I'm sorry if I let you down. And I'm definitely reading all of the comments and messages that are coming in and taking them in. And and uh, I will attempt to grow and and do better in the future. Um, but I just wanted to to step in and and say something before you think that I didn't care or don't care uh, about um, your opinions or what you think about this. Uh, I also wanted to say that actually uh, I do like dogs too. I I used to brag on them, but I realized recently that hating dogs is kind of stupid because they're pretty fun. So uh, Brian peer pressured me into saying I don't like dogs. Uh, he said he he still doesn't like dogs and he's not going to apologize for a stance on dogs uh, because he was bit by so many of them as a cable guy and his parents' dogs sucked. So thank you for listening to Street Fight and uh, we're going to take this break over the next couple, couple weeks. You're still going to get shows, uh, but I just wanted to, to let you know that um, I am truly sorry and if you want to talk to me about it further, my DMs are open on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. So I'm here to listen uh, and have a good one. Peace. Murder Brian presents Shocktober. So here is our first Grease Man clip. This is where you find out the act. I wanted to hold back. I didn't want, because we talked about how he's racist. So the very first second that you hear the act, you're like, how did this go to racism? And uh, here we go. I grabbed some caviar. I buried it real far. You won't believe it. (laughs) 
how I retrieved it by singing hobble do hobble do But there's more. Hobble. Okay, so I have to explain something here. Okay, yeah, uh, like explain just any of it at all. Yeah, none of it makes any fucking sense to me, man. I don't know what what was so, that. Hobble de gee is how he says sex. So if you were to say I want to have sex with this woman, you would say I'd like to hobble de gee. Okay, is there is there is that just a word that he came up with out of thin air? Or does is there do you know <laughs> any reasoning behind it? Uh, I've not found a reasoning behind it other than this is what he does. Her heart did flutter. Hobble. As I grabbed the peanut butter, I smeared that skippy right on her pippy while singing hobble, hobble, Wait, no, no, hang uh, on. Well, uh, Felix, can you... <laughs> Can you help me? Are you understanding what it... So he's putting peanut butter in her pussy. Bippy. <laughs> and but so we're, I'm going to assume that means her pussy, right? Like, yeah. knowing Grease Man. Context uh, clues. Using con- context yeah. clues of knowing Grease Man. But, yeah. Uh, that's... Is okay, the, is, the is she like... Is the dog going to be involved? Right, because that's what I think of when I think of smearing peanut butter, is that, you know, the famously a dog will lick that off. Did right. she just like not get wet or like why peanut butter? Like this is like man, like with with, with other shit we've listened to. Like when we listen to like bad shit, we listen to like old Opie and Anthony or like Man Cow. It's like it doesn't make you feel quite this bad. I know. This is like this is like Almost like bordering on like absurdist. This is like one of those pictures that they they use to like give you schizophrenia. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like super confused and like so I'm like I'm I'm it's like I'm spinning around in a room and I can't get my bearings, but every single direction is definitely horrible and I hate it. (laughs) That's how I feel about it. This is like combine the feeling you get when you're like six and reading the funny pages and you accidentally read Doonesbury. (laughs) And then like, like the, the feeling of, you know, lying down in the morning, you like maybe smoke your vape or smoke a cigarette, get up too fast. Yeah. That disorientation. But then add like a minor injury. Add like pulling your back or something. (laughs) Yeah. Pulling a muscle in your leg or something. Yeah, definitely. All those things combined just like I feel like I feel like an atavistic desire to like attack something. And if you (laughs) if you guys could see Brian, he's just he knew he knew how much (laughs) that we were gonna hate this and he's so happy about it. He's He's happy with himself. I I you know what? I've been listening to this guy for over a week. (laughs) So (laughs) Oh I just I just looked at this and I just saw that it's thirty seconds into a two minute and thirty second clip. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we we're we're (laughs) now I have I grabbed the marmalade, that thing was sloshy and fun to nosh while singing So he put marmalade and peanut butter on the bippy and then ate it. That is the joke. Okay, okay, that, okay, I thought he was doing that 
as a precursor to uh, va- vaginal penetration. He's doing that <laughs> in I lieu. I thought he was going to get a dog involved, so we were both wildly incorrect. It was actually it was less creative than than either of those. No, yeah, I. But like, why is it like a German song? I mean, he's a German. He's a German man. He's a very German-looking yeah. person. He has a German name. His mom's like a German, straight from Germany. Uh, but yeah, I'm not sure what. Like, I don't know the context of it. I don't know where it came from. And I also, and I'm I, also sort of suspicious as to why Brian stopped it. I'm wondering what what was it the racist thing that came up next? <laughs> no, no, it was just I want to get. A, I I I feel like playing a song was unfair now. Okay. And uh, I feel like I have to be fair and play an actual bit. And okay. So okay. What, I'm going to get it. You're going to have to hold on a little bit longer to hear some of that classic grease man racism, yeah, but I I'm, promise I'm, you it's coming. I need, a, I need uh, two beverages to deal with this. Yeah. <laughs> so Felix is going to get two beverages. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's going to, let's see, he's going into his fridge. Yep. He's got grabbing both. Yeah. You, actually, I want to play you an average opening to the man cow show um this is the opening of his episode with gina shock i think i hope i got gina shock from the go-go's here we go <laughs> what an asshole oh even i think so oh boy um oh, hey it's a uh, man good cow. This is lion's den i hope you do that before you tune in this is where the angels and the devils fight and they're choosing up size tonight me he's I'm, using I'm onboard man. mike <laughs> the mic, he's using the mic that's built in because you can hear when he gets closer to the computer like and it's the quality of it's so bad uh, and um, also also the video streaming quality is like aggressively bad like he, he's getting about <laughs> like he's getting a half a frame per second tops <laughs> i don't know i don't know if you heard chris i don't know how much you follow I the did. news but there's I, been a I, supply chain issue in america well, and certain what, broadcasters the was, if the news was coming through on the man cow stream i definitely didn't fucking hear it <laughs> because his audio quality is a mess. Well, it, now, is this one of these situations where potentially he's recording it on a different microphone and there's a better quality version? Because I, I, I sometimes encounter that when I'm uh, pranking someone, whereas their their stream might be the bad quality, but they have a better quality uh, one somewhere. Or is this the, the quality of his podcast audio? He doesn't release a podcast. This is how you hear man cow. Oh, this is the so this 1000 views is it? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, That's man. 100% of the views. Oh, 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 oh boy. <laughs> oh, that is so bleak, man. Well, I mean, Felix has a good point that, like, we, we shouldn't. There's all this misinformation out there, you know? Do, do you want to check some of the other video view counts just to we can potentially <laughs> compare it? I see. Okay. First of all, he's like, Destroying Op- Greg Opie Hughes, which <laughs> shows that Mancow probably had more listeners than Opie and Anthony okay. at his peak. I think um, that's kind of a leap you're making there, but <laughs> it could. But that's like it's also like I would welcome forensic investigators to take my claim and work backwards from there. And I would, you know, if they disagree with me, then you know, okay, we'll work from there. But um, second of all, yeah, um, supply chain jam-ups have harmed broadcasters like Mancow from obtaining XLR mics and webcams. Not his fault. <laughs> See, 
Uh, we've already like e- e- even if these views are accurate, there's so much like throttling and shadow banning and everything going on. Um, basically, what is happening to Manco? It did already kind of happen to WikiLeaks, and I do consider them sort of a similar service to the world in some <laughs> respect. Uh, yeah, YouTube isn't fu- the best. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm on YouTube. It's not sometimes it makes mistakes. I agree. Yeah. But well, finally, if Manco is like a loser and he sucks. And he was never good. How come the Go-Go's Gina Shock is giving him 45 well, minutes out of her day? That's a, that is that is a good question, um, I guess. I, I mean, I'm guessing that at some point when he was at his height, you know, maybe he met her during the two and a half months of his life that he was on top of some heap. Um, but yeah, that's that, for 20 years. That was a, that's a good question. That's ridiculous. That was a, that's a good question though, Felix. I, I would be interested to know how he got, uh, the go go's Gina shock on. I mean, now do we get to, we don't get to hear any of the interview. Some of it. Here's the opening to the show though. I, I'm really excited for you guys to hear this. A man cow. This is the lion's den. I hope you knew that before you tuned in. This is where the angels and the devils fight and they're choosing up sides tonight. Me, I'm, I'm part man. I'm part monkey. And I'm part mystery. And the angels and the devils are playing tug of war with my personality. I just spent four days uh, <laughs> uh, 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 going down the rabbit hole. And we're going to talk about that in the weeks ahead. And the guests we have coming up. And I got uh, three TV offers to put this this thing on TV. And it's just silly. And <laughs> <laughs> He says that on every so fucking episode. <laughs> put what on TV? Put this. What what are you what are you referring to the what that him sitting in front of a cam- camera? <laughs> yeah, he's had three offers. Three. Okay. Now them. do you now people who listen you you probably know that and I'm gonna get no Felix is gonna jump on me here but Mad Cow is a noted liar a, a pathological liar so I would say chances are he had he's had zero television offers. Um, I will. Okay. I don't think he's had any in the last 10 years. Yeah. I will say that I would find that hard to swallow the idea of NBC. (laughs) I think he's stretching the truth. (laughs) I think that like in the, like before 9-11, absolutely. I think before 9-11, he got offers from like TNT and TBS to like do a show where he goes to bars in Chicago. Is nine eleven just an arbitrary time yes. like, date that you're picking? Okay, I no, I don't, I don't, li- not- I, I, I don't literally think like nine eleven happened and then the nation was like fuck man cow. Yeah. Damn, is he interviewing Claire McCaskill? No offense to her. I guess everyone, everyone. It's ages. Gina Shock from the Go Go's. No, here's I'm here's be, I'm an just interesting. Being mean. I'm sorry. Here's an interesting little bit here. Rocker, I, 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 I can take credit for a few things in my career. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and I want to know if you think I should be proud of this. So I'm very proud of it. Yes. And that is that I got the, it's known by everybody. I'm not can bragging, you, you, but it was a mission. I got the Moody Blues in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> he's, he's such a good person. He's so and fucking smart. He's on a split screen with her. He's in a split screen. And when he was telling that anecdote, I don't know if it naturally happened. I don't think so because I heard her talk and it didn't cut away to her. I think he took her off split screen. So it was just him on the screen for him to talk about the, how he got the Moody Blues into the, 
which again <laughs> I'm guessing is probably uh, a lot outright lie or no. there, you know something that he's really blowing out of proportion as far as his you know involvement in that. Well, I yeah, I think it might be blown out of proportion. Here's a little more info. Is he explaining? Shock that it doesn't have a bigger impact. A lot of them thought you know they'll be superstars overnight again. I don't think it's that kind of thing, but I think. I, look, I don't. I don't like girl bands. I know that's. I'm, I'm not a big. I don't have a lot of girl band music in my. I, I like the Go Go's. I love the Go Go's. Every time I put them on, I forget. It. God, they're great. I wasn't into the Bangles. I the Ronettes were great. You're hating me now. <laughs> <laughs> what a masterful interviewer. <laughs> It's like, like spend, like she, like spend. He had no reason to go on this tangent about how he forgets to listen to music that women make. Yeah, like no reason. Like he could have just. He lies about everything else. Why wouldn't he just be like, "I was the first person to listen to Go Go's." Like, why? <laughs> yeah, didn't yeah, he why? do that? He did the weird thing where he's like, "I don't like women, you know, <laughs> bands at all," and then he like realized or like just decided to like contradict himself and say like, well and then he sort of talked about some musical but yeah for some reason i think it's that shock jock in him you know what i mean he's trying he wants to shock his guests even oh i've got some shock for you right here her lives, as far as i'm concerned well, i don't my kids here so women have told me the drummer's the best in bed that's who the girls want to sleep with so i want to know a lady drummer i'm a flaming heterosexual are you great in bed <laughs> This would have been. This would be like if you were a shock jock in 1964. This would have been like. <laughs> and outrageous. the look on his face. He's so fucking close to the camera, like your grandpa <laughs> doing a fucking FaceTime with you. It's just such a ridiculous image. And she, if like, if you take a screenshot of this right now, she is literally. She is clearly visibly, uh, like upset or not upset, but just like sort of take like not into the interview at all no here here's a little more um you know what it, it's not something that's been on my mind lately to be yeah. honest with you no but, but I, I saw the guy there I, you I certainly had my <laughs> I certainly had my so he's, he's saying like just that's probably like her son and he's like yeah. is he giving you dick <laughs> yeah, he's like I saw another, I saw a male there and when I see a male and a female, I know like what's a, happening. Yeah, this is like a sixty-year-old woman. <laughs> like, yeah, she, like, that's what she's trying to say in a nice, sort of like funny way, and not make it awkward. You know, she's like, "Hey, it's not something I've been thinking about lately." Like, "Hey, I'm an old fucking lady. I'm not really that horny anymore." Although, I mean, I, maybe she can still get horny, but it just—it's such a ridiculous line of questioning for a, like a retired. <laughs> it, it's so, and it's—it would be stupid to ask like a, a a current you know active musician like hey you know they say the male drummer is the best in bed what about the female because I'm a, i mean because i me i like to personally have sex with females not males so <laughs> and she's just like what would it have like in his ideal interview is she just like oh oh yeah i'm like i, I like i really like wrote cock you know, 40 I, years ago. Yeah. I can't figure out what the answer to that question was supposed to be other than like, oh, I, I think I, I yeah, I, I mean, I've had sex before. <laughs> That's a great point. What is he hoping for? Best case scenario there. Yeah. yeah. 
It's such an odd that interview is physically uncomfortable to listen to, by the way. So uh I yeah, I, know. I do not recommend that one. It 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 made me unhappy to listen to that interview. And and I listened to the whole fucking thing. And uh and I would so, say I would I would recommend not listening to anything from Man Cow personally. I would not specify, hey, this particular Man Cow clip is not one I'd recommend. I would just say overall, don't listen. Yeah, I have like nightmare scenarios. You know, one of them is like if my dad was alive that like I'd come home one day and he'd be like, Hey, I'm watching Euphoria. Come join me. <laughs> you, know, like, yeah. you know, I think everyone can relate. No one yeah. imagine watching <laughs> Euphoria with your dad. That's not good. <laughs> but net, like now, um, like if I came home for Thanksgiving similarly and my mom was like, so I'm seeing someone and I'm like, that's great. And I just hear from the other room, the turkey, you gotta get it ready. Just like a person, it's got arms and legs. I would commit an active shooting, I think. No, but but honestly, I know you're like saying that, but really honestly, Felix, really think about it. If if your mom or someone in your life started a relationship with a grease man, would you have to like... And, and and he made her super happy. <laughs> that would be tough. That would yeah. be like, it, I think it'd be funny if like one of my friends was dating the grease man. <laughs> like uh, the idea of like, like a cool, like 26 year old in New York who like works for a 24 or someone. And she's like, so I'm seeing someone. I'm like, Oh wow. No, who is it? I haven't Thank seen anything. God. I haven't seen anything. And she's like, well, he's a little older. He also kind of works in entertainment. I was wondering if you knew him. His name's Doug. His yeah, name's his, Doug. his name. Oh, Doug. I don't oh, know any. I don't know any Doug. I don't think. And then we we go to like some bullshit like bar. We go to like Moodring and Bushwick. <laughs> it's a grease man. It's just this red face like German imbecile. <laughs> He, you know, hobbledygee. Let's I go mean, in the bathroom for some snarling. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's doing all that bullshit, but he's giving her like the best dick of her life. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like seventy eight. Yeah, she's just like, I don't know what to tell you, Felix. Like, it's all worth it. You know. Yeah, he, uh, he keeps like he keeps like bothering me so I can like get him on Comtown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that would be a get. I I don't. I yeah. think he's kind of disappeared from the internet since no he hasn't 10 he has not disappeared from the internet at all he has a very very active facebook page that he posts videos on almost every single week and it gets massive interaction from all these old people who used to listen to the grease men and it is some of the funniest shit ever the comments and like he's still <laughs> doing his bits man i'm telling you his most recent facebook video is like him doing a full-on old-school Grease Man bit. Uh, and there's, like, maybe his daughter or somebody, a younger-sounding woman who's videotaping and sort of doing a back-and-forth with him. So it could happen. He's still out there. He's still doing shit. Is he out there fucking doing it, drinking bone dries. His, like... He has to be, like... Just practically, he should be, like, the biggest, like, COVID hawk, like, vaccine mandate guy in the world. Because <laughs> COVID is probably, like... Halved his audience. <laughs> oh, for sure. <laughs> I don't know. He doesn't. None of his posts are about COVID. I will say it doesn't seem to be like a lot of political type stuff. Uh, like he doesn't seem to have gone, which wouldn't have surprised me if he was just like a hardcore anti-vax person. But all that I saw was him doing classic bits on on video. 
Okay. Well, that's that's encouraging. I don't. I don't. I don't, like, I don't, I don't think encouraging is the right word. Yeah, yeah, it, it, I, I don't know what it is, but it's um, he's 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 hanging with his friends like on the okay. beach, like him and his old friends. Like he seems to just be like a classic old guy who's kind of enjoying stuff. I'll tell you something, and I know Shocktober listeners are going to say, "Give him a break, Chris. You got to lay off this guy." But he's doing a whole lot better than somebody by the name of Greg Opu. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. He might not have as much money or whatever and he might not you know but you can tell like just as far as him living his life and enjoying it he's doing a lot better than oh i would assume from what you're telling me i would assume he gets far superior metrics to greg opie hughes on facebook but then again facebook's all messed up that way you know but like yeah i'm talking about three thousand likes and like 500 comments per per video dude i don't think i could get three thousand likes on facebook i started a new facebook i don't think i could do that damn Brian, are you there? Are you on his? Ba- like I'm not. You, I'm oh. not on. Fa- I'm not on Facebook, so I can't look at stuff. We on might have there. to do a follow up Greaseman episode, Greaseman now, and we just go through through new clip because I'm telling you, they are good. The new stuff. Oh, okay. Are they good like this? Your mama, <laughs> your mama <laughs> is good enough for me. <laughs> when I went to college, yeah, man, it was a drag. I was bored of tears sitting there listening to some old hag. She said, I knew I looked like sports. Uh, your reports are due next week. Here's what I told Wedge. Because I hadn't taken a peek. Your mama, your mama, your mama. I need to say this also for the listeners. He claims to make this stuff up on the spot. Oh, he's like Jay Z. He does no, no, he no pen. <laughs> yes, he, he does. does Greaseman signing checks with a hand that don't write. <laughs> <laughs> he does claim that he writes this stuff on his own, which I mean, I guess is kind of impressive. Well, he also, you know, what else he claimed. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of my favorite things he claims and some people say it's true that he popularized the term who's your daddy yeah like like he like it's from the song um by the the zombies like the really famous song time of the season or whatever like who's your daddy but he said he's the one who sort of brought it into a sexual realm where he's talking about it in a sexual terms of like who's your daddy while having I, what does he call it, Brian? Hobbledygee. Uh, do you? Do you? Yeah. I'm going to ask you guys an upsetting question. Okay. Uh, do you think the Grease Man like got a lot of pussy? <laughs> like, do yes, you I do. Yeah, I, I kind of do too. I do. I do. I will. And, and if you look above, I mean, he's not handsome, but like, especially when he was big and jacked up, he's like a big six-two, you know, like blonde f- guy. You know, not not bad looking either. Although this photo we're looking at doesn't help my argument. But I think he he I think he crushed it. Yeah. Well, th- this photo he looks bad because he's Germans should never smile, and they often don't. Um, <laughs> But like I, so I think for a variety of reasons, uh, Greaseman got a little gloopity glop or whatever he says. Uh, <laughs> there wasn't really like a concept of men being handsome until about like 1999. <laughs> That's a huge thing working in his favor. Like if a guy just like wasn't like, d- like didn't look like Mike Ditka, they'd be like, "That's a handsome young man," and he's like 48. Yeah, yeah. And, like it was. It's always like easier for men, but it was really easy back then. 
you I mean, just the- yeah, you just have to like do the thing where you tuck your your gut into your like into your slacks. They were called slacks back then, yeah. and you would they clean are, up. Yeah. And I think like this is the type of bullshit where like yeah, like a girl with feathered hair would be like, oh my god, it's just a grease man. Yeah, he's so funny, and man. his shtick is so bad and so unfunny. But it's like you can hear that. I wouldn't call it charisma because it's like so off-putting and and negative, and I don't associate that with charisma. But <laughs> but like he has something where he has some energy to him, you know, where he's like, "Hey, I'm a," blah, 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 you know, like he's got. You could tell he ha- he has a rap. You could tell that he would like have a rap or whatever. Oh, you know? I'm so glad you brought that up. No, because... I didn't mean literally. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> something that the grease man does sometimes. I just play it. Another thing that was cheery that I saw in the paper, beer is good for you. Beer drinkers who switched to red wine because they were told it was good for them need not have bothered. A few pints of ale are as beneficial as red wine and cheaper. Mm. Beer, lager, whatever kind of beer, raises uh, the spirits, stops you from wrinkling, and may even protect against Alzheimer's disease. All right. Even when you drink it by the bucket... It's unlikely to kill. I mean, this article just gets better and better. Hmm. They said that the mortality rate for those who drink up to 69 units of alcohol a week is equal to the rate of uh, teetotalers. So, uh, number that they they say if you drink five pints a night, it's unlikely to be in the grave. So this is great. So now everybody, you don't know what to believe. Five beers a night, that's a lot of beer. Five pints? Mm-hmm. I'm liking it. They say we know beer is safe because hundreds of people have been drinking, or rather, people have been drinking it for hundreds of years. That's not on top of the martini, too. Wait a minute. Well, the, 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 drink the martini first, and then the so he five doesn't give He doesn't give his co-host a mic? Yeah, man, beer! No, I always find that to be a very psycho thing, <laughs> by the way. It's just like I have a guy in the room, but I'm not going to let him talk on mic. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> 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 Why professional have radio guy? station you know they've got more than one mic available he's a k-rock dude yeah. he's a fucking k-rock yeah. while howard stern's there there's yeah. a fucking hundred mics yeah okay here we go here buddy good for you here a big old frosty mug, pour from the tap or a big cold jug. Color frothy head, maybe just a little light beer instead. It's medicinal, so they say, so I take my medicine every day. Beer after beer, okay. you'll see me slogging, then crashing the cans on my noggin. Do the rap, rap, it's the beer drinker's rap. Get down with your match up, y'all say. Tell the room. Oh, oh, oh. What, you do, what, what's the problem? It it reminds me of Scott Ackerman when he ra- would rap on Comedy Bang Bang. They would do like the comedy ba- rap battle, and then he would do like this the worst one. Like, my name is Rapping Scott, and I'm here to say I like to rap in it. And then he would say whatever the topic was. Way, um, that's what it really reminded me of. Just sort of the way that you would mock rap that you would like rap. do it in a joking way. But he's not doing it in <laughs> rap. A, in it's that a kind beer of way. drinker's rap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I no, I mean like, okay, you guys know I'm like a huge rap fan. I know you're big into hip hop, yeah. Have been, and you know, like, I like a variety of guys. I was a big fan of King Bond. Uh, I love Lil Durk. I love Future. I love like Freddie Gibbs. You like the more underground. Just getting into Benny the Butcher. Like, I like all types of stuff. I'm consider myself like 
pretty knowledgeable about rap. If, Gr- if Griezmann had quit the radio to rap full time, mm-hmm. and I could have, he could have gone somewhere. And you guys might think he, he, I'm telling you, while the song was playing, and like Felix was like, he was like moving to it, like <laughs> he was listening to like some really, really good uh, hip hop. Like, yeah, you know, it, I was. It, he was actually into it in a serious way. He was into the rap in a serious way. <laughs> okay, well, so this is, this is very like, you know, early. This is 94, obviously. This mm. is like, you know, this is after Def Jam had been established. Baseball and strike uh, baseball, also. Yeah, baseball strike. <laughs> uh, Bill Clinton was president. But uh, this follows the rules of rap that on every, be every like four bars, you get that vowel on the mm-hmm. beat. And he's, he's rapping on beat, which is very impressive for yeah. a 67-year-old man. He seems I to am- unintentionally change the rhyme structure every now and then, which is kind of cool as well. Yeah. I'm looking at what the ra- top rap albums of 1994 was, and uh, Southern Playalistic, Cadillac Music. Oh, so good. Illmatic, Ready to Die, oh, Regulate, like, the uh, G-Funk era. <laughs> like, really, really? This was good. his problem. This is so... Yeah, he tried to break in the wrong year. Yeah. There was, the you know, G-Funk was exploding, and G-Funk's more, like... The, it's not like the other th- uh, yeah it's not like you know yeah. east coast style which is picking up it was getting faster yeah uh people were experimenting with new flows Greaseman was unfortunately um he was doing this style of rap but then you know he's like about as fast as mace yeah <laughs> in a different okay. a different year he's doing this maybe he could have you know cracked a billboard top 40 or whatever I believe right. so. it's tough on that yeah. on that type of year when you got that type <clears throat> of you know those kind of albums getting dropped this doesn't really have a place and he's he, yeah he's maybe 1978 <laughs> this would have been yeah, huge honestly you no know, i'm thinking listen 1954 like before they've even <laughs> heard of the concept of any of this like this would honestly be amazing they'd be like i don't even know what's happening so, yeah. It's like the scene in Back to the Future where he calls Mar- Marvin Berry calls Chuck Berry. Yeah, it's like this this fucking honky's going crazy out yeah, here. This grease bad guy, and then all of a sudden he calls him back after, and he's like, "Hey, never mind, man. The, the, that guy said some racist shit." <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna take you guys for a ride here. Here we go. Regan books. I won't pull it out again. It's self-serving, but I had a New York Times bestseller, and I, as you know, I have a lot of information about this. Yes. <laughs> And it it just occurred to me, David X. Folks, my God, what, what you're going to get right now. I mean, good night, Irene. What you're about to get. You tuned in and what is this going to be? You're about to get something heavy. David, I just remembered something. (laughs) I've told this story a thousand times. You were with me. Yes, I was. (laughs) No, 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 no. I swear my hand on a Bible. I have a Bible here, but the the, the computers put the Bible is under the computer, so I can't pull it out and swear on it. 
Okay, that to me indicates lies. That he's he's actually lying <laughs> because he says I would swear on the Bible, but my Bible's under my computer, so I can't. I, I'm telling I, uh, the truth. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not swearing on my mom's life because that's not fair to bring her into it. But I'm not lying. Like yeah, yeah. well, yeah, that is what makes Man Cow amazing. Is he could he could just like not say anything or insist he's telling the truth, but by giving. Like, you can see how his brain works, and he's like, oh, if I swore on the Bible, people would believe me. But no, oh, I, like, kind of believe in God. I can't do that. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, like, definitely lying. <laughs> you, so, you to- so I have to come up with, like, the dumbest reason for as to why I can't. Like, if it's under your computer, that's it's literally right there. Like you can <laughs> just, just lift like, the computer up slightly and then and then put your hand on it. And also, why would it be... On the computer, like, how Isn't big that- is this fucking Bible? He's <laughs> got a big jumbo one. That <laughs> <laughs> you have to. I promise this. This truly is the greatest story he's ever told. We're talking about a party called the Sanguine Party. Yes, part of Comic Con, folks. For God's sakes, this is. Maybe the most, if you've listened to me since you were a fetus, this is the most incredible thing ever. And I want to share it with you now. Wow. And David is with me and you can see him, part of him. This is so incredible. So we had to get a, uh, we had to get a house. Uh, I couldn't, I couldn't, I, I went too late. I hung out with George Lazenby, who played uh, James Bond, and uh, there were some other, a lot of, well, all the celebrities there. Uh, that year was a lot of Hobbit and Lord of the Rings people. That was the thing. And um, anyway, we, uh, San Diego Comic Con, we got invited to a party, and it was, a, it was a, we ended, it ended up being, one thing led to another. We ended up at a very satanic event, which we didn't know. Putting the hair, he has to set the table for you, and there's something about the way that he is like, just like I'm gonna give you something like you've never fucking heard in your life, man. I'm gonna get, and then he goes into, I was at a satanic party. He's wearing the so biggest does. fucking sunglasses too, like just these outrageous, huge sunglasses with like gold trim on them. <sighs> he's. Do you think that he wore those because he's like, oh, this is a hacker interview, and these are glasses a hacker would wear? I think. I think probably because he doesn't know. Like in the other video, he wasn't wearing them, but now this guy's got sunglasses on. He's got sunglasses on. The other guy, by the way. He's literally <laughs> hiding behind a black sheet. It's yeah. the weirdest thing I've it's ever seen. It's the weirdest thing, man. It's like, he, it, but the, the black sheet is like kind of scrunched up. Like it's not straight across, you know, but it's like he he's hiding behind a black sheet. It looks so fucking bizarre. Like why they picked that way to do it. I don't know. Yeah. Like, so it looks like he has one knee up. Like he's sitting sort of like, he yeah. like scooched back in a chair and like, he put his heel on the chair and put one knee up in front of his face with like a barber cloth over him. Yeah. Yeah. It's really such a high strange, up, like, right. <laughs> yeah. Right. at his nose, above his nose. Yeah. I, I have a theory of why this is what he chose because okay. yes, it would be very easy to put a mask on. We're all yeah. wearing masks, but man cow's anti-mask. So he couldn't just put a fucking surgical mask on. 
because but then just, it would look like he's he's anything mask. else just anything else you got sunglasses on like it, this is i've never seen this as even like that's it did it makes me think man cow suggested it it makes me think that like that he was like yo how am i gonna get it man because like all right here's what we're gonna fucking do here you know and the guy's like okay this seems kind of convoluted and weird and man cow's like no no no, this is the way to do it I yeah this think- this is definitely from the mind of man cow <laughs> it's such well, a baffling choice that it's like no one else could have come up with this and yeah, yeah it's like even like a co- like he could have put him in like a ski mask but no that would have yeah. been too simple yeah. <laughs> but i don't think i don't think man cow went through the thought process of like oh what's like a thing no one else would do he just literally can't his brain can't get to ski mask he's yeah. like what's a way to cover someone's face i know we'll get a big black tablecloth and yeah. put a tripod in front of him and drape it over him and frame the video in such a way that the tripod is right at about eye level with him. And then we'll but just it's like, like weirdly the sheet. We'll tape the black sheet to the wall on the other side, kind of to have it. Yeah, <laughs> it'll work for sure. I've never seen and anything look. Stupid. And it'll look and it'll look totally normal. <laughs> and everyone, no one will be distracted by it while they're listening to this fucking. And sorry, he's about to tell some story about a satanic party that you told me is the best story that he's ever told. I think it's my favorite. Here's more. And there's so much to this. This is such a tough story. Uh, this is so tough to tell, folks. Take your time. Because, well, I don't want to take, take my time because we won't have time. But my my the corpuscles are popping in here. Can, wait, wait, can you rewind? Can you rewind when he's just like, "Hey, take your time, bro." And man, cow jumps on him like, "Buddy, we don't have time." The like, guest. His, He's pissed at the guest for telling him to take his time. The guest is the, the the guest is trying to cover for him now. Yeah, he's like, buddy, just man cow, calm down a little bit. Get to your satanic story. So, God, can I start with Michael Jackson's uh, investigator uh, that was investigating me for a Democrat that was trying to find dirt on me to destroy my show? Uh, what was his name? <laughs> Wait, at a party? I don't. Wait a second. Is this a different thing now? This is how his show is. No, I didn't jump. A different part, Brian. I didn't jump at all. I have not jumped time since. So that was that was all one one thought. This is all the same story we've been listening to. That's why I wanted to play the whole thing because it's so okay. How his show is. <laughs> I guess that guy must have been at the party. No, he David X was. Yes, David X was at the no, party. No, I'm saying the guy he's talking about, this investigator, must have been at the party. <laughs> now, I'm not super sure about that. <laughs> okay, let's hear more. Let's hear more. <laughs> okay. For the name of that. And his, his he was Michael Jackson's best friend, an orange guy. And I was trying to hook up my friend Dewey with his uh, with his daughter. And uh, she was... She was ready for some loving, and he was, I got chocolate cake. And I was telling my pastor, Steve Muncy, one of my pastors in the past, about this. He said, well, the devil's not going to tempt Dewey uh, with beautiful woman. He says he tempts you with a beautiful woman, tempts Dewey with, Dewey's a big boy, with chocolate cake. So we go to this party, and it's, it's just, it's a satanic party. I'm a Christian. David X, I assume you are as well. Yes. I invited David X. I said, and David X is a Christian name. Yeah, David. <laughs> We're finally at the party. We have made it back to the party after that sort of. We had to hear about Michael Jackson's doctor, his Michael Jackson's orange doctor, 
Uh, and just because something about him being tempted by women and Dewey being tempted by food, that might play a part in the story. Oh, here we go. Do you want to see this? He says, yes. He was, he was, he travels around the world, but he happened to be in San Diego. So he went to this party and it was folks, it was a mockery of Jesus Christ. It was a mockery of uh, popes. I'm not a Catholic, but I was brought up Catholic like many people. It was a, a mockery of popes and nuns and it was sexual and it was creepy and get me out of here. And there was a lot of celebrities there and a lot of celebrities I invited not knowing that that's what this is going to be. <laughs> so, so I, me? I would hate that's, to be embarrassed like that. I love the idea that he's just like, listen, there was a lot of celebrities at this party. And by the way, I invited them all because they're all my friends. <laughs> but like, <laughs> did, did you invite, like, it's like, Hey, there's going to be a cool party. I think I'll invite Susanna Hoff from the Bengals. Uh, uh, like Artie Lang. No, not Artie Lang. That's no, Artie wouldn't. That's his op. Yeah, no. far, far But Artie definitely respect. Artie definitely respects him, though. That's for sure. <laughs> Maybe one of the Farley brothers. Maybe one yeah, of the yeah, one of the Farley brothers. Um, yeah. And then probably uh, let's say let's throw a wild one in there. Liam Neeson. He would say Liam Neeson <laughs> if you really pushed him. And it's like, oh no, it's a Satanist party. But this is also it was sexual and disgusting and creepy. This is also the man who claimed that the he went to the Netherlands and a town bought him a thousand prostitutes who he all fucked in one day. <laughs> he did yeah. claim that. He did once claim that. But now fuck, he's fucked him in the name of Jesus. <laughs> uh, I no, get, he would probably say, "Oh, that's before I like really like got serious about God again." So now we're at the party. We're finally at the party. We're finally gonna hear what happened to Man Cow at the Satanic party. Here we go. And I can't say Jessica Alba. But very, a very, let's say a very uh, close representation of Jessica Alba and a lookalike. We'll leave it there. Yeah. Not yeah. Jessica Alba. So I think he's. He's trying to say it was Jessica Alba. <laughs> yeah, I think he's. Right? Is that what, that's what he's saying? He's kind of doing it subtly. Like. So it's kind of hard to sort of discern what he's saying because he's being very subtle with it in the way that only he can. But I think he might be insinuating that it was Jessica Alba. He he is. So here's what Jessica Alba did. But boy, you might think it was. And she had on little black panties, assless chaps, no top, her hair down over her breast, but nothing on. And I know about the rest of you holy, holy people here, you can judge me. But, uh, wow. Okay. And the music is seductive and demonic. <laughs> and, I mean, it's there's blood and people are, there's all kinds of crazy <laughs> stuff going on. Blood. But, but, okay. Man Cow is like a big rocker. What music would he find satanic? <laughs> I don't know about that. I, he did, earlier I was listening. And he was talking to Milo Yiannopoulos, which we will hear a little bit of that interview. If you could call it an interview, uh, Milo doesn't talk for the first nine minutes because Mancow yeah. is trying to set it up. Yeah, Mancow's not platforming time. fascism. 
<laughs> we could uh, we could run out of time too, though potentially, and not even get to it. It's I well, this part I didn't even is that like Mancow said. Uh, well, Milo's like you know we've been a little too hard on Marilyn Manson, which it's like well Marilyn Manson kind of like he's accused of some pretty heinous stuff. But then Man Cow's like, beautiful people, best rock song ever made. Uh, then he gets to the covers, and uh, I, <laughs> I'm not into it. Wait, and this is after all this stuff came out about him? This was last week. This was I got gotcha. <laughs> you. Uh, so, like, okay. I, yeah, there's just, like, not a lot of... I'm not going to say there's a lack of moral consistency in Man Cow's universe, but it's, it's confusing, to say the least. Yeah. And I would I, say it gets more confusing if you're a regular viewer. I would say that he potentially utilizes his faith when it suits him. And then maybe in other instances, he just forgets about it altogether. No, I don't really. I don't agree with that. I would yeah, say he a, has a, what's called a syncretic belief system. <laughs> um, and you're about to hear. Yeah. And fair how enough. Fa- to, how much Felix, just use, go ahead. Just use a word that I don't know. And then you win the argument. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how it goes. Um, <laughs> I just want to point out, so before we unpause, I want to point out something from Mancow's chat, his very active chat, which you may say suggests more than 2,900 viewers. I don't know. Um, you may say that. I may say that. I may be right as an expert in media. Uh, some, some of the, com- some of the comments, Elwood Blues, Mancow for Cook County Sheriff, Whoa, the, the grim, funny. the grim speaker, under Biden, communism is headed our way. Um, then we go all the right way down to, uh, vape genius near the bottom. I've been around since I was 10 or younger. I think he means Felix, like, around, like a man ca- that could be me. That maybe that's Felix, me. I have a question for you. <laughs> I could have written is, that in a few states. That is suspicious. That could be me. I have been a man. Ca- well, I was a man cow listener since before I was 10, but, um, then I want to finally point out Jason C., who just, <laughs> apropos of nothing, says Lord of the Fat Chicks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I don't yeah, know what that yeah. is, or, or like, edit, maybe it's edit. an old bit. But it's like, it's like the most recent comment. So you're right, Felix. It comes out of nowhere because we're listening to what he's talking about. (laughs) He does not make reference to anything like that. No. And and what's more is, um, it doesn't, uh, Jason C's most recent comment before that is, I seen a float, floating metallic ball out of the plane window once. (laughs) So like, I think like man cows viewers are real, but I think they, are like Jason. they're Jason's like oh, I don't know Jason's what he's talking about. Jason is fucked. Dude. He's very fucked. <laughs> he's maybe a little odd, a little bit. I think these. I think Mancow's view, but they're all like kind of like this, where it's like when you walk by pedestrians in San Andreas, and you're there, you're you're just going through their dialogue. Like NPCs love Mancow. I think all of his all of his viewers are like NPCs from early GTA games. The scariest thing about Jason C that I see 
is where he said, God bless you, man, cow. You never lied to us. <laughs> oh, that's a guy who's going to like kill you. I mean, that's, that is, yeah, and we, honestly, can you imagine listening? Even if you're a fan of Mad Cow, you have to recognize that he is a compulsive liar. You know, the idea that you're like saying he's never lied to us is like shows such a disconnect from reality, <laughs> even maybe more so than his other bizarre comments. <laughs> I don't think you could be a real fan of Mad Cow. And like, it's like part of the deal is that he lies. That's kind of why I like him is because he's such a, so many of his lies are totally pointless too. Like they don't yeah. serve any function for him. That's kind yeah. of what I love about him. It's, it's yeah. true. This it's lie like right here. Okay. Let's hear uh, it. Let's hear it. Let's hear the rest of the lie here. The devil is delighted. <laughs> and I got to get out of here. <laughs> she makes eye contact with me. I make eye contact with her. It's on. And David X was next to me. Yeah. And I said, I got to get out of here. When I acknowledge Jesus Christ and I started to leave, and I want to say this to people, God always makes an exit. God always makes an exit. And by the way, if you can't go out the door, go out the window. When the devil's coming for you, don't dance. You leave. You. So the end of that story is it took it takes a really long time to get there for man cow. But Jessica Alba wanted to have sex with him. <laughs> Um, um and what 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 do you even say to that what and so what and his issue was like i don't understand it somehow is against god to have sex now like is he abstinent like that that, he's he's married but it's also like he's married he's he's married. married and also like jessica alba was doing it as like a satanic thing that's just like this is stretching the limits of truth, like, far, even far more than he regularly does. Like, Jessica Alba saw Man Cow and was like, oh, I'm just gonna, like, get naked. Yeah. I'm just gonna get naked and just, like, put my pussy on him. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Jessica Alba, like, I mean, I think, like, voted as, like, the hottest person in the world a number of years. Certainly just incredibly attractive. Looked at this man from Chicago, name of man cow, <laughs> and decided that's who, that's whose dick I need to have for myself. I mean, it's, I guess it's not a totally believable story, but then again, you guys aren't looking at him right now with these fucking sunglasses on and this fucking goatee. They're the sunglasses that like you can put on from your phone. The, the like meme sunglasses. <laughs> That's what, they That's look what he's like. wearing. That's what they look like. And by the way, folks, this man still has a goatee. Like he is just sporting the goatee <laughs> hard with a little soul patch in there. Old school fucking goatee from the 90s. Really one of the only people I've seen wearing it recently. He looks exactly the same every time I see him. Hi, it's Grace. How you doing? Hey, great. Yes, sir. Hey, I got a Hoffman story for you. All right, go ahead. Uh, I, I hear you talking all the time about uh, you and Oscar, uh, you know, double-deucing. Yeah. 
me and my uh, okay, excuse people. me sorry can you can you can can we what the <laughs> fuck is he talking about okay, you and so oscar double deucing that is double teaming oh like three-way sex See, because Same deucing to me is taking a shit that's how we learned <laughs> it it was taking a deuce <laughs> dropping a deuce so like double deucing would be sitting side by side into that's what i imagined him and his friend sitting side by side <laughs> taking a shit in some sort of a toilet where there's like no wall in between the two toilets um, yeah. But you're saying that's a double team. So that's they're when you're, double team. When they're both, what's the word again? I'll never, I'll never remember it. Thank. Well, he's gonna say it here in a second. Okay. All right, go ahead. Uh, I, I hear you talking all the time about uh, you and Oscar. Uh, you know, double deucing. Yeah. Uh, me and my uh, pappy, we did the same thing. You and your dad do. Yeah, well, we, we double duped the same girl. He was uh, getting a star, and I was like, who's your daddy, who's your daddy, who's your daddy? So he, uh, let me explain this to you. Uh, uh, please, please. His dad was getting a snarling. Ooh. Wow. Is that a, is that a blowjob? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Now, now, I understand that the FCC made it difficult to, you couldn't say certain words, but like... Did, did he? Does every single one that he comes up with have to be so fucking corny and awful? Like, oh my god! S- snarling is an interesting choice because but, it's like, is that what like every woman that blew Greaseman and we've established there were a lot where they like they're snarling while they do it, the like their mouth is kind of in like a comma shape. They're like, oh boy. No, here, yeah, here it where comes. Does it even, where, exactly. Where does it even come from? Like, it, but I, I, I just think that he just, he's one of those guys who's like, he's got that Robin Williams thing going kind of where he's just like, you know, talking a mile a minute and saying a bunch of nonsense. Um, and he's just like doing free association, like words that sound like other words and stuff because these, these, these terms he's come up with have no fucking basis in anything as far as I can tell. So that's the weird thing about the Grease Man to me and the reasons he got fired and stuff is that, like, essentially his act is baby talk. He's doing baby talk on the radio. We're doing a hobble de gee. We're having a who's your daddy? Yeah. Who's your daddy? I think he got daddy? fired. I think he got fired for uh, another reason, though. <laughs> yes, that's true. That's true. Sorry I'm just saying. teasing that, but. Yeah. How did this happen? Well, I, I really don't know. I was about, I was 19 and at the age. And how old was he at the time? He was about uh, 43, 42, 40, 42, 43. And how did you both happen to be? Would you pick her up at a bar? No, no, no. She was the best friend, his best friend's wife. And, well, how did she happen to be without the best friend, just you and your, your dad? Well, he was at work and uh, we made the arrangements where. We picked her up and brought her to our place. And uh, was it known when you brought her over that there would be double simultaneous? Oh, yes. We talked, we talked on the <laughs> phone before when set it up. She, she was talking about the, you know, hobble de gee, wobble de gee. Everything. Everything. Wait, 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 whoa, 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 whoa. Because he's just used a term that I don't think. What's bo- what's bobbledygee? Okay, now I'm gonna say I don't know what bobbledygee is. I do know what hobbledygee is. Like bobbledygee sounds just... like a blowjob. That's better. Like bobbing, you know. Like that seems to make uh, yeah, some sense. But I bet that's not what it is. No, that's snarlings. Blowjob is snarling. Is bobbledygee like anal? 
I think yeah, it that's, is. That's what I think it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, you can't like you can't follow like a logical path with Griezmann's choices. No. no. I don't think this is a true. I, I was gonna say I don't think it's a true story because it sounds like one of these classic ones that people make up to get on the radio. But the more that he's telling the story, it does sort of seem like this guy's telling the truth, or else he's a very good liar. The the caller, uncharacteristically good for a radio call for a fake it radio is. caller. Yes, if for it is a Jacksonville fake. radio call. Oh yeah, boy. So- I well, think it's real. Yeah. I think it's real. I think it's. I think this actually happened, and this was a real. Because I mean, that happens. You know. I mean, I trust me. I mean, you guys. I go. I go on Pornhub. I go on Pornhub uh, and look at that front page, and I'm telling you, this kind of thing happens regularly. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can trust you. Uh, uh, here, here. here oh see. my God! Hold on. I we've. Uh, we've not talked about the economics of Griezmann. In 1979, he signed a five-year contract worth $1 million. I know. In it 1979. Yeah, so like 200K a year in the early 80s. Yeah. Like, he was balling. He was. Yeah. So I think he, that, and I, I mean, that just goes, he was probably, think about how many people he made love to. Oh yeah! How much hobble de gee he was up? To. Oh how many yeah! Starlings he got, and how much hobble de gee, and how much? Oh my god! You know, <laughs> it's sad. yeah, dude. Imagine just talking like that. Imagine <laughs> just like I, just brought like Brian just saying that right now made me feel so uncomfortable. Just like using it in conversation, you're like, man, imagine how much fucking hobble de gee that guy got, and how much bobble de gee <laughs> and the snarlings. <laughs> Not to mention the fucking snarlings, man. Oh, the snarlings. Those oh. are probably out of the world, out of this world. <laughs> oh, the snarlings. They sound out of this world. They sound like a made up thing from a different world. I'm really trying to like. I'm really trying to figure out like why this happened <laughs> and um i think like for like the only thing to do is one thing like you couldn't like i mean you could listen to other radio stations but you if you wanted to hear a guy talk in buffalo like this was your move uh everyone was drunk all the time that's another one I would have listened guy, to him. though. When morning I was younger, guy. when I was younger, I would have listened to this guy. I'm telling you, I would have. Like, it it didn't matter so much to me if it like made total sense. Just like the like, just the theater of it, like the circus aspect of it, was like intriguing to me. I think that has a lot to do with it. It's just like so bizarre and different than other stuff because. You got, like, this stuff, he's so fucking weird, man. Like, when he goes on those weird yeah. tangents, and he's just, like, in those stra- that strange voice, and, like, it's very fucking peculiar. Um, and, like, it's, there's, it's entertaining on some level, I think. No. Like, it's, it's better than, it's better than, I'm, t- I am, I'm not a fan of the Grease Man, but the Grease Man is more entertaining than Man Cow or Tom nope. Likas. To me, he is. I Brett said Brett listened to some clips and said I think the Grease Man sounds like he's pretty good and I just think people think that like like for him for Brett he likes yeah. performer guys like but he I, likes guys that I, that's perform. what I'm saying I don't I, I agree that but that may I I don't necessarily either but I think that gives him something at least he's that at least he is a performer who's like performing and like doing all these weird voices and doing all these strange bits and like putting something into it whereas I think a lot of those guys just like phone it in with the same nonsense every single day you know I I, I again I would 
now in my current life, I would never listen to this shit, obviously. But I'm saying, like, in my teenage years, when I was listening to, like, Opie and Anthony and shit, I think I would have listened to The Grease Man, unironically, probably. Oof. I, I, uh, I, I don't know, man. Here, here's more of this call. Happen again. No, it never happened again, but we look at each other because uh, we're still close friends. And we look at each other with a little gleam in our eye. Well, uh, did you feel awkward there? Uh, Hobbling uh, with your dad? Yeah, I did because... Still close you know, like, friends? Your dad? Your dad? With the girl. Oh, He's I still see. close friends. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's my dad's best friend's wife. and But, you know, hey, me and my daddy got it. And he was like, hey, daddy, slap your hands. Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy? And he was like... All right. Well, I, I tell you what, buddy. That's, uh, that's quite the story. And so your dad is still close friends with this guy who has no suspicion that, that he zapped his wife. No. Wait, 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 wait. There's electricity involved in it? Well, that's another way of saying why, sex. Why? Yeah. So many different ways. <laughs> Stick to one. I, I, these aren't common ones. These are, I've, Maybe no. it was before, but I've fucking never heard somebody be like, yo, I zapped some chick last night. <laughs> I have never heard that. I, I think... We've accidentally uncovered a reason for Griezmann's relative success. And I think it's that, like, his bizarre language choices, Mm -hmm. people, like, felt like they were part of something when they would figure them out. Yeah, that's a big thing to do for sure, that inside baseball thing, making people feel like they're part of something. But that's, again, it all goes towards it, that he's this peculiar figure who's saying these bizarre words and stuff. I think that would have been enough for me. Um, I don't think he would have kept me as a fan for very long. Um, as soon as I sort of started understanding how the world works a little bit better and started understanding empathy and stuff like that, um, he would probably would have lost me. But, yeah, I could see myself say, like thinking that was funny and being like, I zapped her, you know, like saying that to my friends. I could see me doing that. <laughs> it's just like the thing that drives me insane about it. Like just thinking about it is like knowing all this and like knowing exactly how shitty this is and knowing how much money, like especially relative to the time that he was making mm-hmm. to like have all that, like just, but you have like no talent except for this like insane need to just keep going you just need to keep making noises and you're like, you're bawling, you're getting a bunch of hobbledy, hobbledy D. Yeah. <laughs> but then you're also like, ah, oh, fucking black people. I have to say too, uh, in one of the clips that I pulled, he does talk about the Alec Baldwin situation mm. and he's, uh, here, I'm gonna. Play oh, we've got for we, you. we've got Alec Baldwin on the show uh, today. Uh, hey, Alec. Um, hey, you know Studio Fifty Four? <laughs> I, I was in grade school, and they they let me in there. Owner got sick. I I took over the business. Uh, Alex, like, uh, did did you want to talk at all about any of the stuff that's been happening? <laughs> if he got. I want to, like, I would, if I was, like, an actual, like, if I was, like, a really powerful person uh, in, like, Republican circles, I would work really hard. Don't tell hard. yourself sharp, by the way. I, well, I think if I wanted it, I think in a year, I could be near the top if that was all I did. That is a very man-cow thing to say. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, but I feel like, okay, I want him to talk to, I want him to do this with Trump. 
Because is that just like putting a humidifier and a dehumidifier in the same room? Yeah, what would, what honestly would, that would be, cause, cause he obviously does have that sort of, Trump, Trump has that same thing where he's, every story he tells, he has to be not just good, but like the best ever. Yes. So it would be interesting to hear. So here we go. This is, this is, I, I totally forgot to play this. So a song by John Snyder called I Hate Cancer. And he starts off, <laughs> I Hate Cancer. Sorry. And we all start, well, I start. A lot of people started laughing, and by the end of it, I was weeping. Uh, he was so good. He was really great. He was uh, on Dukes of Hazard, oh, and he talked about how uh, what happened with Alec Baldwin because he was, you know, he's around guns every day. Well, on on movie sets and TV sets, Doctor Quinn, Medicine, Medicine Woman, Nip Tuck, all these shows he did, and he said um, it must have been a Trump supporter that went on the set and put bullets in that gun just so Alec Baldwin would be a murderer and kill people. <laughs> no, he didn't say that. It's all such bullshit. Have you heard that yet? Oh, no. oh he wants to put guns in that bullet, or bullets in that gun. And you know, I everything bad that happens in the world is happens because a Trump supporter did it. Yes, yes. I, uh, John Snyder did not say that. It was a joke. It was sarcasm. I, uh, <laughs> I, I was the last person to speak with Brandon Lee, on the set of the crow before he died. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a You're fucking kidding me. You're fucking kidding me. This one. This one took me by surprise. <laughs> You're fucking oh. kidding me. That did not. No. 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 Felix, um, when the when man cow clips are playing, especially watch your proximity to the microphone because man cow does tend to really, really scream. You know. Here we go. I, Here we go. I, I cannot believe this. I'm just gonna play that one more time so everybody can hear it. Uh, I I was the last person to speak with Brandon Lee on the set of The Crow before he died. I, man cow, I gotta go. I'll call you back. Walked out on the set. Bam. All right. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, no, no response from the guest because, of course, what do you say to that? That's, I don't, yeah. Wow. So fucking if somebody, wow. If a guest, if a, if someone said that to you, what do you say? Like, because you do you treat it as serious? Because you that's yeah. the one that you know is a lie, <laughs> right? I googled around to see what. Uh, Brandon Lee's last interview was, and uh, if you Google Brandon Lee and Man Cow, nothing comes up. So I think I think he's saying it was a personal. It sounds like it was, or maybe not, but it, it sounds like he was just talking to him as a friend. You know, like he had just called them to say, like, "Yo, I'm working on this movie, Man Cow. <laughs> really excited about it." I mean, it would have been on a cell phone. That's one of the interesting. So it could have been an interview, or he's saying it's his friends. But there is no record on at least Google just Googling around, you know, going five or six pages in to to the search terms. Uh, no proof that he was ever on Mancow. So uh, I don't know why I'm saying this because <laughs> Mancow saying he was the last person to talk to Brandon Lee alive is the biggest lie he's told <laughs> such a weird it's such a he is such a bizarre compulsive liar like i, I would really like to 
like a psychiatrist, you know, like to see like a, like a psychiatric report on him because like that is, that is such a bizarre assertion to make. Even for a compulsive liar, like, why, why, what, what, what are you getting out of that? And why, why, why are you doing that lie? I, what, well, that is an insane thing to do. <laughs> he had, you, he came up with it on the spot. Yeah. That's the most fucked up part is yeah. that is not something, that's not a lie he's been doing for a while. That's a new one. That's a yeah. new, that's a new man cow lie. Yeah. Yeah. And then people close to him would be like, Oh, that's weird. He never, <laughs> he never mentioned that. <laughs> like, uh, we had that, uh, we were watching the, the, we were watching the movie that one time and I just thought maybe you might mention it when we were watching the actual movie, but 